This has changed everything for the crypto market. News just broke that the iShares Ethereum Trust has just been registered in Delaware. The exact same thing happened for the Bitcoin Spot ETF, where BlackRock filed for registration just before they officially registered for the Bitcoin Spot ETF. So this leads me to believe that an Ethereum Spot ETF application is looming. And of course, if that's the case, then this could open up the door for a new trade in not only Ethereum, but also the Ethereum ecosystem. Will Clemente also pointed out a good point here that if BlackRock is feeling comfortable now filing for an ETH spot ETF, then the likelihood that a spot Bitcoin BTF will get approved is now much higher because obviously they wouldn't be filing if they didn't have confidence, right? So I want to talk about why this could be so massive, not only for the crypto market, but also for the altcoin market. Market. Because you have to keep in mind, Ethereum is the leader of the alts, and it has been Bitcoin's time to shine over the last few months, but with now signs of Ethereum starting to reverse versus BTC, with Ethereum dominance increasing, and now getting this BlackRock ETF filing, there could be some great news for Ethereum around the corner, and definitely trades in the ETH ecosystem that we've got to take a look at. The first thing I want to acknowledge before I get into specific altcoins, by the way, one of the altcoins I'm going to show you at the end of today's video is one of my favorite altcoins in the crypto market at the moment, um, is the current Bitcoin flush that we just saw. So open interest was steadily increasing, meaning the amount of leverage that was being taken by market participants to the long and the short side, but mostly the long side, was increasing. But what we did see is a massive flush, a huge liquidation cascade where a lot of the late longs were wrecked. A lot of the altcoins also had massive wicks down, especially on a liquid alt. Some of these were down 20 to 25%. But the market did slowly end up recovering. And what we did see following this massive liquidation event is open interest essentially getting extremely wiped out to the point where OI is as low as it's been since October 24th, the lowest in over two weeks time. So the market completely flushed out all the leverage. And what I would say about this event is it's extremely healthy. There are a couple of lessons here. One, obviously don't take aggressive leverage so you can be subject to these types of wicks. Uh, but two, setting limit orders in this market can be hugely advantageous. Let's look at a coin like Pendle. Look at Pendle here. It actually ended up dropping like 16% just in a minute and anyone that had limit orders for this coin so people that wanted to buy the dip on pendle their limit orders could have been filled albeit not all the orders would have gotten filled because they had a plan so definitely when it comes to old coins have have a plan where you lay out your limit orders on your exchange in case there are these flushes then you can catch a nice bit at a key level and using pendle as the example here you can see that this is a major level for pendle as well that it, that it hit the 84 cent region being a major resistance level newly turned into support. So this is just one example of why setting limit orders in the crypto market is a good idea. Now, what about Ethereum? Well, Ethereum in light of the BlackRock ETF filing or the iShares uh, registration in Delaware, it's now starting to reverse on the ETH BTC chart. And you guys know that I've been looking at this chart as pretty much my holy grail of Ethereum and altcoins because this chart tells me whether Ethereum is gaining dominance or losing dominance versus Bitcoin in terms of Ethereum as a trending coin. So what you can see here, is Ethereum is now starting to break or at least attempting to break back into this range. So break back above and make this 5.5 level into support. 
in previous times, for example, in June 2022, it did deviate below and then it ended up consolidating above and having a push to the range high of the ETH BTC chart at the 0.082 level. So what we're seeing here is that Ethereum deviating below again looks like it wants to do something similar to what it did back in July 2022. The major level that ETH needs to break though once it holds back above the support line is this orange line here which essentially indicates the trend for Ethereum. If it starts to break back above and make a higher low, that would be amazing for Ethereum as it shows ETH is gaining dominance versus Bitcoin. This BlackRock ETF may just be the thing that spurs on the Ethereum narrative. So that's what I'm looking at in terms of ETH. But what are the best altcoins to take advantage of this trade? Well, I actually don't think it's ETH. I think there are proxy bets to the ETH ecosystem, so ETH beta plays, which could outperform. Let's discuss a few of them in today's video. The first one I want to discuss is Lido and Rocketpool because these two are your ETH liquid staking plays. They also got flushed out massively during this liquidation cascade that we just talked about. So Lido, for example, uh, went all the way up to 2.4. It did end up coming back down to 1.9. It's now consolidated in the 2.1 region. You are watching this video two hours after I'm recording, so maybe it's somewhere in this range. But nonetheless, Lido is now starting to consolidate above a major support level at the 1.98 region on the daily chart. So Lido for me looks good as an ETH beta play. So does Rocket Pool, especially if it breaks above this $31 level on the weekly. Your next target is its range high of $40. So Rocket Pool starting to wake up. Lido also looking good. One I'm also looking at is Arbitrum. Once again, this flush took it all all the way back down to its support level at the 92 cent zone. But Arbitrum looks like it wants to break above its major resistance at $1.1. If it can break above, then we know its next target is 1.31. Something interesting to note about Arbitrum is that it adheres to market structure really well. A lot of these new coins like Pepe, Arbitrum, they tend to stick to market structure because everyone's looking at the same levels, right? So this kind of means it's this self-fulfilling prophecy and that guess at the end of the day, this is what TA is, where Arbitrum actually obeys these levels super well. So these are the levels I am using in terms of Arbitrum. Something else I'm doing when it comes to these coins is I'm using Kyber AI to get better entries. So let's say, for example, it does close above retests on the daily, the 1.1 level. If I want to get an entry into Arbitrum, what I would do is I would search up Arbitrum onto Kyber AI because this is going to tell me what the trend is like in terms of the on-chain analytics. And I would see here whether the Kyber score is in bullish territory. If it's in bullish territory, this indicates that the market is willing to bid on Arbitrum based on a variety of factors, such as the number and types of trades, trading volume, net flow to whale wallets, etc. So I would use this Kyber score, I would use this data to my advantage to get more confluence to line that up with a break and a consolidation of trend. What I do like to see though, as one general rule of thumb when it comes to Kyber scores and using Kyber AI, is when you see these patterns here, where you get bearish uh, signals starting to turn into bullish signals. So it might go from bearish, it might go up to the 70 to 80 uh, Kyber score region. Once it starts getting into this region, that is a sign to me after two four hourly closes above this level that you will likely start to see it target the very bullish territory, which is the 90 plus region, as we saw happens um, in this occasion. So especially in the lower time frames, this is a really nice metric to use when you're trading and you can use it for a variety of alts. So that's how I'm using Kyber AI. And you can also use it using the link in the description to sign up for early access.
I discussed at the start of the video there was an altcoin that I was eyeing specifically as an outperformer in this category, and that's actually Pendle. Pendle's super interesting because it has exposure to a few narratives. It has exposure to Arbitrum, which is you know an ETH L2 narrative um, because of the ecosystem fund that is currently occurring on Arbitrum. So a lot of the protocols are getting grants that they're distributing to their governance holders, which is super bullish for Arbitrum-specific protocols. That's why I mentioned Arb as well as a play earlier in the video, but Pendle has exposure to that ecosystem. It also utilizes layer zero technology for its multi-chain strategies. So this is also interesting because it could be a, a proxy play for the layer zero airdrop as well. And it also uh, gets some of the LSD fire rotation, given the fact that Pendle is one of the platforms where you can trade your yield for LSDs and stake your yield. Um, so your, let's say your staked Ethereum to earn an additional yield on the Pendle platform. So it kind of covers three narratives at once. One is the L2 narrative, one is the ETH LSD fi narrative, and another one is the layer zero narrative. It's showing a lot of strength here on the chart, and it was actually one of the altcoins that was bought up most quickly during this liquidation cascade here, which indicates to me that it's one of the strongest coins in the market. You can always learn a lot in the market when the market drops and it bounces, Always try and track which coins bounce the most. The coins that bounce the most, typically they are the best longs when it is time to long. And Pendle is definitely showing its strength here. Yes, it's pumped a lot. I would love to be able to get some accumulation opportunities on major pullbacks. But for the traders out here, I think you can have a lot of fun trading this token if you're looking to long because it is looking like one of the strongest tokens in the market. I want to give a shout out quickly to one of my major sponsors of the show, which is Smardex. If you want to earn any yield across a variety of layer two ecosystems, but um, Arbitrum included, like we've just been talking about, you can head over to the platform using the link in the description and get access to some of the strongest APRs in crypto. But not only that, some of the most competitive risk-adjusted returns in crypto due to the fact that they have introduced a mechanism to lower or mitigate the negative effects of impermanent loss. You can see here versus platforms like Uniswap on a typical Ethereum pair, SmartX often gets the much better results uh, due to the mechanism that they've introduced. And you can you look at on the homepage of the SmartX website using their compare function uh, how SmartX LPs track versus other LPs here. And you can also simulate their algorithm to see how their LPs actually perform better on chain versus a lot of other pairs, as you can see in front of you. So if you do want to earn some of the strongest yields in the market across any of the ecosystems that you can see on screen, you can use the link in the description below. They've built a nice product. And if you've used it before, you would know how smooth it is to use as well. So Thank you to SmartX and thank you to Kyber AI for sponsoring this video. I hope you learned something. Definitely keeping my eye on the ETH beta plays at the moment. I think this could be a watershed moment for the Ethereum narrative because it was dead. Let's be honest, it was just Bitcoin. ETH was lagging. This could finally be what Ethereum needs to start to kick into gear here. Definitely keep your eye on that ETH BTC chart. I will see you in the next video. Hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Good luck trading in this crazy market. There's definitely lots of money to be made. Peace out.